Hello, how are you? Thank you, and welcome to uh, episode number 24 at Even Two Dozen. Um, for uh, what's the name of the show? 62 <laughs> Who Knew. Uh, I want to thank my co-hostess for being here. Hello, Nada. Boom. We are here today. We're going to be, uh, we are in our new um, segment of the show, or I should say our new style of the show. There'll be no commercials tonight, just like there was last week. We're going to start out the same with one little teeny difference. Uh, my little teeny difference is I am going to recognize that today is uh, Martin Luther King Day. And um, although we try never to be political on the show, because I don't want that to be, uh, this was truly, truly a great man. And I'm old enough to remember his speech. I'm old enough to remember watching it. And I'm old enough to know that uh, this great man being gone uh, probably had a terrible effect. Not probably. Most definitely had a terrible effect uh, on this country. And I'm going to say a few things about that in less than 10 seconds. Number one, I think if he was still here, he would be ashamed of what's going on in this country uh, between the races. I think if he was here, it would be in a lot better, better style. Uh, the second thing I want to say is uh, to his children, uh, Martin Luther King III, uh, his brother Dexter, his two daughters, well, I should say his other son Dexter, his two daughters, uh, Yolanda and Bernice, have really, I don't know if you follow them, but I do, they have carried on uh, Dr. King's legacy in an incredible way. They really have. So. Uh, if your dad was here, they'd be, they, he would be very, very proud of you. And uh, a great man like that is missed, and he always will be. And uh, today we respect that, and everybody should. So that was the one little, would you call that political? No, no not at not all. Not that was all one little social thing, but uh, Dr. King is certainly missed. He deserves respect. He absolutely does. So next, we're going to thank last week's guest, uh, Dr. Alan Spiegel who really came on and just, <clears throat> the response to the show was incredible. Super interesting. What we learned from him um, about the uh, science of um, hyperbaric oxygen therapy. If you didn't see the show, of course, it's on YouTube. Go and look at it. Um, it's amazing what that helps. I mean, many of my close friends are going, I need to do this. A multitude for, of things. For so many things. Eyesight, wound therapy, uh, diabetes, uh, brain damage. I mean, my God. Just amazing. What an incredible show we had last week. And again, I want to thank the audience. Uh, once again, we had a little more than 20,000. <clears> we want to break that 30,000. There's no doubt. And I think tonight's episode is going to do that. So for those of you that have never seen the show before, 62 Who Knew? was created because the truth of the matter is that we have, uh, in the last 20 to 30 years, more scientific and medical breakthroughs than we have in the history of humanity. And because of that, if you live to be 62 years old, uh, the odds are very, very good that you're going to make it to 90 to 92 years old. And it, to me, it's still just staggering at 60 that I could be here um, half the time that I've already been here, another 30 years. It's amazing. Um, We're going to have to put up with all them jokes for another 32 years. For another years. 32 years, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's when I'm going to be, that, the name of the show will be 95 and the hell with you, I'm still alive. That's, <laughs> that's what the name of the show is going to be in 30 years. But be that as it may, about 1% of this country, when they make it to 62, has the capability of retiring and living a quality life. And that's what this show is about. We talk about Social Security. Should you take it now? Should you defer it to a later age? We talk about reverse mortgages. We talk about in-home care. We talk about hyperbaric oxygen therapy. We had a staggering guest from Israel from the Weizmann Institute to talk about things that are going on that are going to extend our lives well into the hundreds in the next couple of decades. And we have tonight's guest. This will be the third time he's on. And again, this is a topic that just 
that just mystifies me because like my favorite topic, uh, reverse mortgages, uh, it is so, so misunderstood. And that topic is long-term care insurance. There is so much misinformation and half-truths about this staggering product out there uh, that it just amazes me. And over the last, um, well, decade, I've been lucky enough to meet a few people. One of them, our guest here, Mr. Mark Goldberg, um, another incredible national instructor and expert and teacher, uh, Mr. Bill Comfort, and of course, uh, uh, my own personal um, hero, um, Yoda of the reverse mortgage world, and very, very close friend, Mr. Peter Gelbach, who puts us all together. Um, and I was lucky enough to be introduced to our guest, uh, and we're going to introduce him right now. Uh, let me just give... Let me uh, just give a little synopsis before we bring Mark on. Uh, his, his background is so vast, but I'm not going to read it all, or we will be here too long. So we're bringing back, of course, Mr. Mark Goldberg, the president of FPS Insurance. Uh, his home office is in Texas, Florida, though he has hundreds of agents and representatives throughout the country. And Mark and his company are a part of the LTC, Long-Term Care Global Network. Our topic tonight is going to be long-term care insurance. This will be the third time we do this with Mark. We've already done it with Mr. Bill Comfrey. And tonight, although our topics, you haven't been here for the first couple, they were very emotional, quite frankly. Uh, the statistics and uh, something that you're going to associate with because of your with mom dad. and dad. The, well, and your mom, because the statistics that Mark gave us about the caretakers actually getting sick or sicker than the people they're taking care of because of the stress. I mean, it was emotional. It really was. It is uh, emotional. Tonight, it Mark, still is. It, well, it still <laughs> is. Tonight, Mark's going to get more into the absolute facts of it, the taxability, uh, the real products. And the reason we're going to do that is because, quite frankly, as I've announced several times, we've changed the format of the show. Um, we Being TV itself has changed the format of the entire station. Uh, Mr. John Gaston has done such an, uh, an incredible job building WeBeam TV, uh, has changed the format. He gave us a choice. Did we want to or not? He knows this stuff. I don't. I'm really good at reverse mortgages. She's good at reverse mortgages, regular mortgages, and all sorts of insurance products. I'm, I'm actually only good at one thing, and it's not being a TV host yet. Here I am talking. <laughs> I think you're fantastic. Uh, yes. <laughs> but I hire people smarter than me, so that, that's a smart thing. So, uh, yeah, yeah, John just said in my ear, and prettier. Yes, that's, that's true. I love this show. Do you? You should. <laughs> you're your number one fan, aren't you? Absolutely. I, I am. My fan club broke up. The guy died. So, uh, that, that's, but anyway, uh, what Mark's going to describe tonight is a lot more factual, and the reason why it fits in so well to our new style of show of no commercials is we're going to get you right to the 62 Who Knew website or Mark's company, um, FPS's website. We are going to be offering all, all of our 20 plus thousand, um, although if you all ask for it, that would be a problem. But if you, uh, this incredible thing, uh, this incredible piece right here, the essentials of long-term care, long care planning. I'm very familiar with it. I've read it before. Um, I got to tell you, as somebody that I thought knew a little bit more about long-term care insurance than your average person, after reading this, you go, no, you don't. You just, you know, you just, you just don't. And I know you know a lot about long-term care insurance, so you're probably more familiar than me. 
Um, oh, there it is. It's up on the screen. Uh, any of you that would like to have a copy of this, you can go to our website, 62whonew.com. Go to contact us now and um, put there yes, put down your name your, uh, and your email address. Uh, Michael, I, you know, either Michael or Nada, please uh, send me that guide. We can do it by email or snail mail. I prefer email. You're going to be able to go to Mark's FPS website and download it. Or is it downloaded or uploaded right from there? Download it. So you're going to download it right from there. Um, and that'll probably be very quick, too. And we're going to get that website and that address up during the show. So um, to tell you a little bit more about Mark, <laughs> John's making me laugh in my ear. Why are you doing this? I'm here. Yes. All right. There you go. Okay. So I'm not going to tell you more about his background because I'm talking too much. Let's go right to Mr. Goldberg. Thank you for Hello. being here again. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Is everybody familiar with that Seinfeld yes. episode? Hello. The talking belly button. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you for being here for the third time. Um, you know, you and I sometimes talk about personal stuff. I know the last time you were here, some of the things you talked about were, I mean, it just gave me the chills about, you know, the caretakers predeceasing some of the people. Uh, it just was incredible. It was one of our best shows. And uh, we're going to announce before the end of the show uh, about a national sponsorship that you're going to be doing with us, our first national joint venture. But I'm going to pretty much uh, let you take over at this point because you're going to teach us things that, that I'm just not capable. I know you are probably. So if you have questions, you jump in. Absolutely. But Mark, we're going to let you take over from here. And um, just as a, a quick 10-second thing, uh, again. Well, thank you again for having me. Thank you again for having me back. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I'm glad to be a part of the show. And yes, I'm very excited about our future plans as we go into 2019 um, and working together even closer than before and seeing if we can't help your thousands of, or tens of thousands of viewers now um, help solve this, this risk of uh, what would happen if they needed long-term care. Absolutely. So not only have you added beauty, but you've also added brains, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a really good show for me today. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, so, Nada, the curve wasn't that high, by the way, to be better. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. It's no making fun of the host. Boy, they right. give it and they take they it give, away. He gives it up. <laughs> One day when we're at a long-term care convention, um, you know how I make you laugh during the week? This man has a... Uh, has a wit that is pretty incredible, and he can yeah. he can take 500 people while he's talking about long-term care and bring them to pieces when he wants to. Oh, he is a very he's a very unique man and a very yeah. Man. Thank you, thank you, Michael. Um, again, one of the the reasons I wanted to come back on the program was that it is a new year, and the long-term care um, protection world keeps changing, keeps evolving, and certainly. Um, one of the topics I wanted to make sure we cover during this evening's uh, um, programming episode. is the episode, thank you, is um, the tax deductibility and the many ways you can use before-tax money to pay for your long-term care premium and or um, put money into a hybrid product uh, and, and reduce your taxes while at the same time covering this risk. So there's lots of incentives the government gives us to do this, they know that this is something they don't have the, the ability to cover themselves. 
So they continue to give the private citizen I'm sorry. All right, uh, we are just a little frozen, uh, little frozen internet there on Mark's end, but it'll be coming back any second. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do during this segment. I talked myself out during the last segment. I wonder who this lady is. Maybe we should talk about her. But whoever she's looking at, she truly loves him, doesn't she? Yes, I think she does. She does. So uh, I'm sure John is talking to Mark on the other end, so we can get him right back. Okay, um, we lost the link, but it's coming right back. And while we're doing that, again, I just can't stress, uh, well, you know, with your insurance background, why do you think, we'll just stop talking as soon as he appears, people don't understand this. It's like reverse mortgages. They think it's nursing home coverage, which it's not. It's anti-nursing home coverage. They think it's too expensive, which it's not. Uh, Why do you think, with all your years in in insurance, people are just not accepting that longer lifespans demands they have this? I think that... Sometimes ignorance is bliss. They don't want to face it. Sometimes it's I just think. like buying life insurance. They yeah. don't want to buy life insurance either to protect their family because they think they'll always be around, you know. And I think that people really need to step up to the plate and really take care of themselves and their family. Mm-hmm. But and that's basically the financial planner's job to yes make them realize that you know life is fleeting. You know yeah, that's for sure. You know that that cliche ignorance is bliss. I mean, very rarely is ignorance bliss. I mean, but it is. It's a it's a standard cliche in our it life. Is. I mean, usually, ignorance is just ignorance. It's just, uh, and it's sad. There's a lot of stupid cliches out there when you really think about it. Yes, there uh, really but is. Ignorance is bliss. I hate that one. <laughs> I really do because ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance <laughs> is just ignorance. I mean, really, I mean, and because people only use it usually for serious things. Nobody really says it for you know, in a lighthearted thing. That's true. <clears throat> I see you're back. Okay. Oh, I think we're fixing our problems. Yep, we're back. We're back. I hear you. I can see you. You can you can see me. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can right. see you, but I don't know. Do you know where you were? Uh, you where you were dropped off? It was just about at the taxability, and the government yeah. knows. Okay, go. Exactly, and the, the fact that you can use before tax money is connected. Okay, we, um, you, that you can use before tax money to help pay for this. And again, the government gives us lots of incentives to put a program in place because, frankly, the more people that put a program in place, the more they protect uh, Medicaid from being overburdened with Mm -hmm. the amount of money. The single most expensive item in any state budget in this country is the cost of Medicaid. And the single most expensive thing within Medicaid is the cost of long-term care. So... To the degree that they can get people to put a program in place, just that much takes away the burden of that the states feel when having to pay for all this long-term care. Protection Makes perfect for sense. So many. Yeah. So they give you lots of incentives to do it, and I want to make sure we touch on that. Every year, all but for three years in the last 20, the amount that you can deduct has gone up. And so we have the latest numbers for 2018, and the latest numbers for 2019 that can be deducted for, for um, depending on your age, it's it's based on age at the time, and it's used as a medical expense. But um, I don't. Again, we have that chart to, and that information to share. So that's one of the things I wanted to touch on okay. uh, today. All right, and then otherwise, it's just 
a matter of, of taking a look back at 2018 and seeing where the growth has been and, and um, what some of the new ideas are that people should be considering uh, going forward. Because, for example, the hybrid uh, solution has certainly uh, caught on. We, they sold more hybrid products last year than they did traditional long-term care. So that has become, for those who have some assets that they can transfer, that has become a real popular way to address the risk without having to put any of your money at risk. Is that the first time ever in the industry that um, the hybrid product outsold Second. traditional? Second year in a row. <clears throat> well, so there's no doubt about it. It's a thing now. Years ago, yeah. people went, it's coming, it's coming. It's not coming right. anymore. It's here. It's here, and, and, and it's here to stay. And um, I don't think it's the answer for everyone. I think there's absolutely a space for traditional. But I also believe that there is um, some innovation coming on the part of the carriers that will even lead to new solutions that aren't available on the market. Well, that, that's nice to hear because I know you and, and Bill Comfort and, and Peter Gelbwax for, for many years as we either sat having dinner or having a business discussion, were very worried were the carriers going to let you know, long-term care insurance slide by the wayside or were they going to redevelop it and, and remold this world and make a vicious comeback? So you're, you're saying there's new products coming, new innovations. New products coming, new, new approaches. Uh, again, we've got to find ways to get more and more people putting a plan in place because at this point, it's less than 10% of the population. All right, we're having a freeze again. There's a large window um, uh, of people that really are unprotected at the that have assets to protect and yeah. need to seriously consider putting a plan in place. Before I let you go right on to the expertise of it, is it just an assumption, you know, by a layman like me, but isn't the private protection that you would pay for a lot better than the government protection? Wouldn't you rather have your... Absolutely. Absolutely. Like okay. anything else. Like anything else... Anything you're going to get on the private market is going to be superior to a, a program that's got to reach out to the masses mm -hmm. and is homogenized by politics and everything else. So yeah. um, there's no doubt that, especially the plans that are available today. They, I mean, long-term care has been around since the 70s. <laughs> uh, some would even argue the 60s. Uh, it was always nursing home insurance and only nursing home insurance until the mid-80s. And then it started to evolve from there. It added in things like home care and then assisted living care uh, along the way. And and now um, it, it covers the entire spectrum of, of the many ways you can get long-term care, including adult day care, uh, especially centers like Alzheimer's facilities and memory care facilities. And, um, and I'm just, you name it, if there's a facility in a state that is licensed, you know, and is a long-term care facility of any kind, it'll be covered by one of these policies. Yeah, and isn't, didn't you always say that's one of the obstacles, too, is people still think this is long-term care insurance, and I know I've learned from you and, and the other people I always mention, this is anti-nursing home. Absolutely. Yeah, and people always think this is nursing home coverage. Right. Right. And I, I saw the recent stats just... Uh, <clears throat> 
only 9% of the people that are on claim in a, on a long-term care policy are getting paid at a nursing home. 91% are getting paid somewhere else, either at home, at an assisted living facility, at an adult daycare center, et cetera. That's incredible, because so, we all know so, they live longer at home. Yeah, well, people want to stay at home. Most people yeah. want to stay at home. Um, and there's so much innovation going on to keep people at home between robotics, um, being able to take medicines and, and I mean, you know, again, a lot of the things that we have today, you take a pill, it has a camera, it goes through your body, it scans wherever there's a problem, Amazing. and it zeroes in on that particular part of the problem. Instead of needing to take chemotherapy or, or radiation, you... Oh, you can eliminate it without having to. You know, that stuff already exists. It's just a matter of getting it into mass uh, distribution. The whole, the whole I, honest, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, you go. I was just going to say, I honestly believe, you, you mentioned earlier that you had a guest on from the Weizmann Institute. They, they are leaders in this field of Alzheimer's research. And I, and I honestly believe we're, we're less than a decade away from Alzheimer's becoming a chronic illness like diabetes is. Mm -hmm. So you'll take a pill, it'll stop the plaque from growing on your brain, and you'll be able to manage it like you manage diabetes today. Yeah, that's what he had said. That's what our guest had said. I think you've met our guest, Mr. Richard Enslein, probably met him, Peter. <clears throat> but they have been at the forefront of uh, Alzheimer's research for quite some time. And uh, I know they're, they're, there's cutting edge stuff out there that's about to break in the market. As we go through the, the 20s, in the 2020s, I think you'll see all this stuff come emerge. I'd like to see that in the next 10 years because I know I've already got the, you know, the, the early stages of it. So I'd like to see that. The whole idea, though, of swallowing a pill with a camera in it, again, to me, is so 22nd century Star Trek, wow kind of stuff. And it's here. It's not coming. It's here. It's here. And, and again, our ability to, all the doctors share the medical information with each other. When you go in, they can see when you're in a hot, what the doctors found, what the test said. I have a 97-year-old mother-in-law who lives with us. She has a pacemaker. Um, it's monitored somewhere in the Philippines, I think. Oh, wow. If something, if something goes wrong, they call us. They've called us at 4 o'clock in the morning and say, oh, your mother's, uh, your mother's pacemaker is skipping beats or whatever. So we go in there and, and I give her a little shake and it gets back on track. And then, uh, but, but the point That's being amazing. that, that yeah, right, that they knew this halfway around the world and could call us and tell us. And certainly with the smartphones and everything today, you can monitor all your vital signs. That's and again, amazing. they can tell you in advance a heart attack is coming or mm -hmm. some, a stroke is coming so that you can do something before it happens. And that's, the, as I said, it, it's not science fiction anymore no. it already exists it's just a matter of getting it out in the form of apps and into the masses and programming and things like that so all right what would you like us to do first do you need us to pull something up that you'd sent john earlier um yes tell, you tell john, if you, you have take that over. available could you put that um stat the, the tax deductibility stats up for 2018 and 19. just let me know if it's up because i can't see it not yet it's still just us it's just us. All right, until it comes up, I see, again, I'm still mystified at the swallowing of the camera. 
Uh, yeah. so it, it, to me, that science is unbelievable. Aren't you a little concerned what they would find inside you, Michael? Uh, yes, I would be. Well, I can yeah. tell you what they would find. They would find Hershey bars, M&Ms, beef yeah, and broccoli from P.F. Chang's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're going to get in there and they're going to find like three paper clips and, a, you know, a, who knows what else. They're going to find somebody swinging on a, you know, on a tire from a, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind yeah. really swallowing the camera. It's the flash. I always thought that would hurt. My, my flash throat. coming, it, it, yeah, right. Going down. I thought that, and then coming out. Actually, I'm afraid oh, sure. of that whole flashbulb thing. That's that bothers yeah, me. That, that's, <laughs> and then the battery yeah, pack. Yeah, and, yeah. Knowing you would be a Polaroid camera, Michael. Yes. They have it. One of the old ones, yeah. Yeah, where the right, cat, right, where the cat, right. the picture comes out on the bottom. And we're not going to talk about where that picture would come out because we're just not going to do it. Yeah, let's right. not talk about that at all. It sounds yeah, pretty crappy. Yes, we're man. doing good at wasting time. We're doing good at buying time here, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Uh, it is the one with the um, tax, tax deductibility. Tax, tax deductibility of 2018 and 19. I think it's actually marked that. Is it? Is it marked? Is it marked that on on the top? Yeah, yeah it's it's on, it's in that email that I sent you. Um, I mean, I can talk to it if you want, if we can't see it, but hopefully it'll come up. Well. Yeah, go ahead and talk to it until he finds it. Basically, what's, what, the, the federal government gives you a tax deduction toward your long-term care premium, depending on your age. It's in bands of 10, so 40 to 50 gets one deduction, 50 to 60 get another deduction, um, 60 to 70 get an even greater deduction. It, drops up, it jumps up dramatically from 60 to 70, by the way, and 70 to 80 gets even a higher deduction. And the again, the amounts will be able to be seen here, but it's over five thousand dollars a year in, once you're over age seventy that you can wow. deduct. But it's not a deduction straight off your taxes; it's considered a medical expense. Okay. So in order to get the deduction, you take the amount of your premium, and then all the other medical expenses, and you itemize. And as long as it meets the threshold, I think it's seven and a half percent of your adjusted gross income, okay. then it counts toward. A, a deduction off your taxes. Now, in addition to the actual deduction, every year the government also moves up how much money you can draw from the policy without having to pay taxes. So when you're collecting benefits, the benefits are tax-free up to $370 a day. So $370 a day, you take that times 30, is about just shy of $11,000 a month. So you can take $11,000 or just shy of $11,000 a month out of the policy, completely tax-free. So, so again, uh, those are two of the incentives they give you. Another is that, that there, if you have a state income tax, in all likelihood, there's a deduction for the long-term care on your state tax. You have to check right. with your tax preparer as to what it is because it varies by state. But there's probably a tax deduction on your state income tax as well. And... It's up can, now. It's up now? Well, one of the slides is up now. Okay. Okay. I can't see it. What is long-term health care? Is that the presentation that has this uh, slide in? Yes, yeah, it's slide 17. It's, if, you, okay. if you can bring that. Okay, cool. Thank you. It's coming slide back. Slide 17. I can't see it, but slide 17 will He's have gonna the bring it back. Okay. I just see the word Susan on my... Um, Who's Susan. I have no idea, but it says that on my on my page here. All right. So, hello, Susan. Hello, um, Susan. Yes. <laughs> Do you need long-term care? Please go to Mark's website. Um, the the other thing is that you can use before-tax money to pay the premium. 
So if you have an HSA, a health savings account, mm -hmm. you put the money into the health savings account and then pay the premium from there. So you're using before tax money to, in effect, pay the premium. That's for a lot of people is a savings of about 35% if they're in a 35% tax bracket. That's incredible. Right. So there's another way to do it. And most of your hybrid products are life insurance based products. And so if you have a existing life insurance policy, and I see it now behind you, if you have an existing life insurance policy, oh. you could you could transfer the the um, proceeds of that life insurance policy if it has a cash value into the hybrid product and there wouldn't be any tax to do a 1035 exchange and then the benefits that come out of it are coming out tax free. So Again, there's lots of advantages and incentives to do things. Now, I can't see the, the small print on that unless, John, you can, you can get closer. But you're, you're seeing the deductions amount. Maybe you can see them, Michael, and give, you, give him a sense. Yes. See the list of 2018 and 2019. Well, it's really kind of incredible. That if I'm going to read them. You stop me or tell me which ones you want me to read. Or, um, you know, it, first of all, I think it's incredible on every column how they went up in 2019. Um, right. But in 2019, attained age before the closable of the tax year, um, in 2018, it was a, for people 40 years old and less, was 410. Now it's 480. That's, that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a 17% increase, uh, more than 40, but less than 50. In 2018, you could deduct $770. Uh, this year, 790, not as big as an increase, but still more than 50. Uh, $1,530 in 2018, $1,580 in 2019, um, uh, 60 years old, but not more than 70, uh, $4,090 last year, $4,222 this year, and more than 70, as you said before. That, that's a hell of a deduction. It went from $5,110 to $5,270. That's incredible. You must be in the mortgage business, though, because what a math whiz you are to be able to calculate those percentages on the spot like that. I'm, I'm, He's a I'm human calculator. I know how to count. Yeah. What's the line on the Super Bowl, by the way? Do you have a pick? I mean, gee. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. Pa the Patriots are going to win unless they have that referee that didn't call. Um, yeah, depends on that referee that didn't call the pass. Uh, don't, don't remind me that Kansas City should have been in the yeah. Super Bowl. Whoever yes, he's sir. betting on, that's who I want to bet on because he'll make sure they'll win. That was a yeah. crime, but that's not what 62 who knew is about. Okay. You know? <laughs> so, well, we, 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 we appeal to a broad audience. So. We do. <laughs> and we have a lot of broads listening. To, like, I, did, uh, I, was, I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> I just laid that out there Thank for you. Me. That was very, yeah. you just kind of... Was a lot. I was going to say something about NADA being, but no. no you I, right I, yeah. That was a soft lob over the home plate. So yeah, I had well, that's I had that's what I'm here for. I'm, here, I'm Abbott to your Castello or whatever. Oh, whatever. Uh, yeah. all right, what's but the I'm, next I'm thing we're going to talk about? <laughs> okay. All right. Next slide. Next slide. Well, then, well, we don't need any other slides. We don't need any more slides, John. Who needs those stinking slides? Those are the tax deductibility. Now, if you look at the fine print below those deductions, oh, yeah. you'll see what I was talking about in reference to the three hundred and seventy dollars. Right, let me let me read that small print. Three hundred seventy dollars a day. Yes. Yeah, I think that. Well, you know, to, again, let me read it just for a second. These benefits are, uh, are not included in income except amounts that exceed the beneficiary's total qualified long-term care expenses of $370 a day, whichever is greater. 
again, $11,000 per month um, to take care of mom, dad, for them to take care of themselves, however you want to put it. Uh, to say that's a life changer, that, that's an understatement. That's, a, that's the difference between quality of care Absolutely. and quality of life and not. Again, it just, I mean, we, we fool around a lot. You know, sometimes on the show and we do different things, and especially if we have technical difficulties. You know, but sometimes it just gets so serious, and this is why the nation can't accept how incredible this is, because these products are not expensive. Uh, you know, no. I, I still, they're well in line with today's cost of living. The average policy is under $200 a month um, in order to get access to as much as, you know, probably on average about five grand a month if you ever need a care. So most people will collect out of a policy all the pr premium they paid in over 5, 10, 15, 20 years in less than six months' time if they collect. Wow. $200 per month. I mean, I, I, I hate to sound snobby, whatever the word may be. It's nothing. I mean, it's, it's the price of a... Yeah, it's a price of a good meal. It's a price, I can't even say it's a cheap vacation. You can't fly anywhere for $200. Um, you can't do anything anymore for $200. It's true. Yeah, but you Very can protect true. mom and dad, or mom and dad can protect themselves. And to me, it's just, again, it's part, of, it's part of ignorance not being bliss. It's just ignorance being ignorant. And Michael, if you'll allow me, um, and not to sound self-serving, but I'll risk it. Um, as you're aware, my father passed away last week, and uh, he was needing long-term care um, for uh, a, the better part of six years because he was battling Alzheimer's. And so, in a, in a way, it was a blessing that um, uh, he had, that he finally passed because, frankly, he, had, he was now in need of skilled care. They had told him that he wasn't going to go home when he went to the hospital. He needed to go to a skilled care facility. And um, most of the time, he really wasn't aware. He was, he was definitely a victim of, of what you call sundowning, um, meaning that during the day, he was better with his memory issues than he was at night. And at night, he, he started to lose the ability to know who I was, who certainly, my mother, who's his primary caregiver was. Most of the time, he got adult daycare. Mm -hmm. During the time, he went to an adult daycare center, and he came home to my mother at night. My mother, over the last six months, had brought in help at night because she simply couldn't sleep because he was staying up all night, hallucinating, having other issues, and um, uh, she needed help so she could get some sleep so she could be there for him during the day. So she brought in some help so she would pay for adult daycare during the day and pay for um, uh, help at night, and because they had protection and they had gotten a policy 15 years ago, a cash policy, uh, was paid their benefits in cash. My mother had actually collected more in benefits than she actually needed because of her ability to keep him at home with the, wow. with the, with those proceeds. So she was able to invest that money during what has been a you know up until recently a very bullish market, right? And make money on that money. Wow. So with my father's passing, my mother, unlike most stories I hear, in which People are devastated by the amount of monies they have to spend on their loved one's care. My mother is actually in a better financial situation than she was went before all this started. And she never had, she had a lot of stress, as we spoke about before, when it came to being a caregiver. But she never had the financial stress of how am I going to pay for this 
And how is my life going to be impacted when all that money disappears? Because the money didn't disappear. Right. It actually grew. And, and so I have lived and seen firsthand what the impact of having a policy can be. And I, again, something we've discussed before, the impact on the surviving spouse yeah, is more significant than on the person that actually needs the care. Every time you say that, I get the chills, and uh, because it's just so true. I mean, you know, we took care of my dad, my mom, and and the stress—it's it, up there. And and then also, just for five seconds, I know it's still fresh on your mind because it's it's only a week old. There's just so many people in this country that know and love you, but didn't have the privilege of knowing your dad. I'm one of them. But they, uh, there's just so many people out there that sent their love to yeah. you. But um, you of all people you know the importance of yeah, yeah. Thank you. But you of all people know the importance of a dad. You wrote a book on it. Yeah, it's and, a, a dad. And uh, yeah, and it, you should plug the book because the book is worth worth reading. It's a great read. Well, thank uh, you. And 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 so again, um, the the idea. I, I am more passionate today than I was two weeks ago, mm -hmm. having seen firsthand how the benefits of these plans work and the value it delivers, mm -hmm. because um, uh, there's no question. I mean, uh, I guess if you buy life insurance, eventually we're all going to die, and so you're going to collect against it. Mm -hmm. but, but to have a living benefit that changes your life while you're here and makes such a huge difference in all the other lives it touches, yes. I, it can't be, can't be overstated. It's just it's, it's, it's such an important, important element, and that's, that's the real value. People say, I ask all the time to my clients, and I have thousands of them, um, uh, tell me what's the best benefit of having put this protection in place. And time after time, it's that we now have the peace of mind of knowing that we can go forward and actually spend some of our savings mm -hmm. knowing that this risk is protected. Yeah. We can take that cruise. We can buy that second house. We can get the boat. We can do because we're not concerned about what if. That what if Again, factor is unbelievable. We, well, because you protect yourself against all the other major risks. You have homeowners insurance in case your house burns down. You have auto insurance in case you get into an accident. You have health insurance in case you get sick. But the single biggest, most likely thing to happen to you is the need of long-term care, and that's the risk that most people and are And the most from. expensive one, too, probably. Yeah. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. So, so again, I mean, health insurance can get pricey. But so many of the estates in, in our country, so many of the savings, life savings in our country, at the end of life end up going to doctors, hospitals, and nursing homes mm -hmm. because they didn't have protection in place, and that's where the money ends up. Going to and if you ask someone, did you intend to leave your money to those people? Did you intend to, you know, did you put those people in your will? They'll say, no, of course not. Well, if you don't do something about this, that's where your money's going to go. Yeah. yeah, and we, you know, one of the things that I bring up in my national reverse mortgage speaking, I know you bring it up in your long-term care speaking, and it's been true now for more than two decades. The number one reason for bankruptcy in people 65 years old and above is medical expenses. Um, yep. I mean, yeah. again, that's why it just stupefies me um, why people just aren't buying long-term care insurance, um, whether it's the $200 a month or the 500 like popcorn in the movie theater. I just it's, don't get it. So many people think, too, that they can play the system, they can game the system, they, that the loopholes will let them get around the rules somehow. 
the government has come wise to that. They've tightened up these loopholes. And in fact, in many states now, you have what they call reciprocity. If they pay for your care, they have a right to come back and put a lien against your house or take, you know, try to gather those assets even post after you post your death. If they can come back against your estate and collect, yeah. So that's so that's a uh, become a more and more of a, of a factor as we move forward. There's nothing that's going to be putting a plan in place. Now, no. well, what, what kind of plan? That's yeah. where you need a specialist. Because again, it used to be pretty black and white, you know, chocolate and vanilla. Now there's multiple choices. We have at least at FPS, our agents have at least 15 to 20 different programs. Not talking about products, and we have lots of products, way more than that, but different ways to approach this so as to find the best fit for you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be traditional long-term care. It doesn't have to be a hybrid. It could be a critical care product. It could be a, uh, a long-term uh, or life product with a long-term care policy built into it. It could be an annuity with a long-term care policy built into it. It could be a non-insurance product. It, there's lots of different ways to look at this, and it, it always comes back to the individual situation, to your health, to what you want to have, you know, what you want to have uh, when the time comes that you might need care. Uh, you know, again, people say that to me all the time, well, I want to stay at home as long as possible. Who wouldn't? But if you're a widow or a widower and you don't have a support system at home, the likelihood of you being able to stay home for long is not very good because if you need around-the-clock care, it's going to be more expensive to stay at home than it is to go to a facility. Oh, always. And you're, and you're not going to need the, you're not going to be able to get the attention. So you're you're again, if you're if you're living by yourself, you very well might need to put a heavier concentration on some kind of facility care. Mm -hmm. Now, thank goodness today, many people can get by with assisted living as opposed to a full-blown nursing home. Right. And again, you need someone who's a specialist at this. Don't use the guy that sells you your life insurance, your, well, not so much your life insurance, even though you shouldn't use him either, but don't use the guy that sells you your, your auto insurance or your homeowner's insurance right. to help you address this risk. Use a specialist who understands the intricacies of these policies and can direct you to the best program. Now, th that's such a big problem in, you know, in, in all the financial world, but specifically in long-term care insurance. And again, I always draw the parallel, you know, back to reverse mortgages when you you know, my company does reverse mortgages. Really? How many did you do last year? Three. If, if mom or dad or grandma and grandpa need a reverse mortgage or they need long-term care, they need to talk to an expert. Right. Um, they need to talk to you. Yeah. Because I know, I know how your long reputation in this business. They don't need to be talking to somebody who dabbles in this. Well, they, need, they need somebody who's yeah. dedicated. I mean, I'm sure your dentist is quite capable of listening to your heart. He did go to medical school, <laughs> but you, know, you don't go to your dentist when you have palpitations of the yeah, heart. Absolutely, absolutely right. Let me ask a question because we deal with a lot of finan uh, certified financial planners. They're uh, a tremendous group of people. Uh, we deal a lot with NAFA which is probably my favorite insurance organization in the country. Um, between those two organizations, we're probably talking 50,000 professionals. But yeah. really and truly, and of course there's four million or four and a half million uh, insurance licensees in this country. That's an amazing number. But how many, let alone at your level, you're the exception, you're not the rule, how many are really capable 
if, if we have 20,000 people watching right now, and this is going to be leading into our announcement in the next 10 minutes, but if the person from Newark, New Jersey, contacts 62 Who Knew, or you directly at FPS, or Akron, Ohio, or you know Fort Lauderdale, Florida, or Frisco, Texas, and says, yeah, I'm interested, is FPS, I know the answer, this is for our viewers, is FPS capable of getting that person a true professional that can go over that PowerPoint presentation from the new plans to the old plans? Do I get a hybrid? Here's your taxability issues. I mean, this is no easy thing. No, and the answer to your question is absolutely. We have a national network of long-term care solution specialists that are available to serve. Um, I'm happy to say that today, almost all of this kind of business is transacted online. I share a link, or my, my specialists, specialists that work with FPS share a link with um, the client. They're able to see the, the specialist screen. The specialist can't see their screen, but then they're able to take them through the entire um, uh, underwriting process, make a decision as to where the best strategy is, price that out for them so they can see it on screen, and then the application is done online. So everything is done through the computer. You don't have to meet face-to-face -face with anyone anymore. I know, can, the, I know the opportune person is in their 40s, 50s. How is the online with the people in their 60s? In today's generation, this is still, you know, it's happening. It's not like me it's 20 years ago. My mother, my mother is 83, and she, she's on Facebook every day. She's on, um, you know, she checks her emails multiple times every day. Um, today, the fastest growing segment of Facebook is 65 plus. Mm -hmm. uh, people, people are familiar not only with going online, but they're comfortable shopping online. They're yeah. comfortable, uh, you know. Again, why Amazon is what it is. Yeah. You know, if people are feel comfortable. Uh, I mean, it's all done confidentially. It's all done on protected servers. When you do the application, any information that's taken is protected. You've got no risk from the standpoint of uh, sharing that information through mm -hmm. uh, these. So again, um, you can feel fully confident about doing your business uh, that way. Um, to answer to your other question before. There are about 5,000 people that are certified to be able to sell long-term care across the country. I would say that you well under 1,000 of them are what I would call true specialists, probably under 500 of them are true specialists. All of the people that work with FPS are, are certified long-term care solution specialists who are, have many years of experience in the business. This is their major focus. This is not something that they dabble in. This is their full-time business. And they, as I said, they've been doing it for many years and have helped lots and lots, hundreds of not, well, thousands and thousands of people um, uh, solve this risk. They know the products inside and out. They know the various solutions inside and out. And again, they're, they're, not, dedicated, they're not committed to any one carrier or any one solution. They're going to find you the best solution for you based on your medical needs, based on your health history, based on what you want to have happen when you need care. Okay. Nada, you said you have a question? Yeah, I just had a quick question as far as the tax deductibility. Um, is there tax deductibility when you're using a hybrid product? There can be tax deductibility, but remember, when you're using a hybrid product, you're not paying a premium. You're just reallocating assets. You're taking okay. monies okay. that were in one account and you're moving them into another account. But it's your money, and it stays your money. It's in your name. 
and you can take it back anytime you please. Okay. So, so there's not, it's not like, it's just, so the, the benefits that are paid to you are tax-free okay. from the hybrid, but there's no benefit because you're not spending money to get it. Okay. Gotcha. Well, in the 10 minutes remaining, I know we didn't get to a few of those slides. <clears throat> That's not going to be a problem because going forward, you're going to be a very, very, very regular guest on the show because uh, we have changed the format. And I, I need to be regular, so thank you for that. <laughs> At our age, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. we, need, we do need that. Um, and this is my new sponsor, Maylox. Yeah, Metamucil, right. Metamucil, that's that's who we need. Metamucil is the national sponsor. Well, we are very, very proud to announce, because we had a show right after New Year's, so it was just you and I. We didn't have any guests. We looked out for national sponsors. Of course, we were already in negotiation with Mark. He's a a long-term trusted friend. But we are going to be doing uh, a joint venture with FPS Insurance Agent throughout the country. Uh, Mark's company is going to be uh, the sole source of long-term care solutions for 62 who knew and quite frankly our 62 who knew growing audience so i hope for those of you that are out there um starting next week there'll be a link on uh, the website 62 who knew uh directly uh to mark or whether we don't even know it's either a landing page or something uh, well, but, they, they can always go to your website or ours at fbsinsurance.com. Right. I want them to be able to get that book, Mike. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is, yeah. This is, like I said, thanks to you. I thought I knew you, know, you and Peter and Bill Comfort. I thought I knew more than the average person. But then you look at this and you realize how ignorance is not bliss. Um, yeah. It's just incredible, the information in this. So please, anyone, uh, or anyone of you that are listening, you know, uh, either go to Mark's. Can we put up, uh, John, I know we only have a few minutes, the FPS insurance uh, site, or if it isn't going up, you know, go to... A, I think there's a link for them to get the, to request the book. If he has that, put that up. All right, cool. And if not, go to 62 Who Knew. Go to Contact Us Now. Just go, hey, Mike, here's my... Uh, hey, Mike Ornada, here is my email address. I would love that booklet. I promise by next Monday's show uh, it'll be much easier than that. But you are going to come back uh, with us quite often because for 2019, I would so happy to have you as our first uh, national partner. You have no idea. Welcome to the family. Thank you, Nada. Now that you're part of the show, I I am looking forward. (laughs) Thank you. Um, you We're we're going to concentrate on uh, the next 12 months um, on long-term care insurance, reverse mortgages, life insurance, um, Medicare supplements. We're going to just keep going for people. This is such a tremendous public service, Michael, if I can say what you've done here. It was a great concept. I didn't know where it was going to go. You've shown over the last 24 weeks that you can build an audience um, that, again, uh, I think the future is very bright. Like they say, you're going to have to wear sunglasses. That's not bright. Um, uh, And uh, um, I think that not only will your audience grow, it should grow because you're, devel- you're delivering valuable content right. as opposed to some of those other things that you see on TV where it's just a bunch of talking head mm-hmm. housewives yelling at each other. You're de- delivering valuable content that people can make a better life from. And you're part cool. of that. Well, thank you. But you're going to be a big part of that, and you're going to be a big part of the audience growing with all your reps involved, and, and I hope some of your carriers. I know that might be premature, and there's legality in that. No, no, no. But, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we will, and we're going to make this go. 
We're going to make it bigger and bigger. And uh, yeah, a few people that I have discussed or that we have discussed the new plan of the show, I mean, we've had people look at this and go, wait a minute, is this still going to be 62? Who knew? Or are you turning this into, you know, a long-term care, life insurance, reverse mortgage type of show? And and uh, our, next announce, our next announcement, I'm sorry, John, did you say there was a question? Probably not. Um, the partnership program. No, yeah. Oh, I need I to repeat the question. I'm sorry. Ah, okay. All right. All right. Now, Mark, you repeat it because I don't even know what it is. So, as I understand it, the question is what's the likelihood of the hybrid programs working along with the partnership rules in each of the states? And, if, and my first reaction to that question is probably not. Um, there have been some challenges with the partnership rules that have. Uh, take been put in place in some of the states. It was a great concept, but it hasn't really worked the way the federal government originally intended. And and so until they can sort of get that um, addressed, I don't see them broadening how they apply the rules, and, and that would include the hybrids at this point. All right. Thank you. Appreciate that, John. And thank you for the question, Carol. Did you say three minutes, John? Uh, I'm just going to continue the thought before, uh, which is, yeah, we are going to change the show uh, into not only public service, but by having professionals like yourself <clears throat> and your representatives throughout the country that I know in my heart you have vetted. So, our, as, so as our 62 Who Knew audience grows and they want information on long-term care insurance or income annuities or whatever we're talking about, they're going to go somebody to somebody in the 62 Who Knew family in the Mark Goldberg family that we know we can trust them with. And I, and I hope that does come through with you as a guest. And I can't wait. I want to have a show with you, Bill Comfort, um, Carol Golden. I, I want to have, I don't know, are we capable uh, of that, John? Can we have multiple people? Yes, we can. Uh, I, I, I would love that to be the case. My only problem is it would be the same as like when I applied to Harvard. I applied to be their token moron. <laughs> they, they needed someone to bring down the curve. Well, I'm here. Yeah, but I'll be here. No comfort, and I'll be the least smart person in the room. No, but I'll be here. The host, the host oh, will okay. be there. Yeah. I feel better now. Right, you're right up there again. Yeah. Uh, we only have like yeah. about a no, minute. No, I'm right. Good, good. Whoop, we froze with a minute left. Oh, did we freeze? No, you're back up. You're now. not frozen. I'm here. All right, good. Uh, with with the little time we, we have remaining, we did. Looks but like you, we froze. No, but you're, I can still hear you though. Your beautiful face is frozen on the screen, but I can still hear you. That's a beautiful okay. mugshot too. Would you turn to the left, Mr. Goldberg? Now, okay, and put up the number. Yeah. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. uh, in, the, in the time remaining, we're doing oh something next week that we've never ever done. I wish you were local so you could do it. Nada and I are going to be at the FPA, Financial Planning Association, annual meeting for Central Florida, which is Orlando, one of their largest chapters in the state. We will be talking about uh, our mortgage company and 62 Who Knew, our blue ocean model um, of bringing financial planners and insurance professionals like yourself into the mortgage business. We're hoping to get some financial planners also to be part of the 62 Who Knew uh, family. But since we have to be there Monday and talk, uh, Tuesday, we'll be talking to about 125. I have a guest host 
for the first time next week, Mr. David Cribbs. He has been a guest uh, before. He's a dynamic speaker. Our topic is going to be real estate and how to protect seniors when they're buying uh, their, their dream retirement home. Uh, it's going to be a great uh, show. You're coming back soon. Now, we are going to put that panel together. There's five seconds left. Thank you, everybody. Sorry about the technical difficulties, but we're going to have Mark back. Thank you so have much, Mark. Have a good Mark. night. Thank you. Good night, everyone.